What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and we are back with some bets for the week in the world of mixed martial arts. There's some very good uh, European MMA going on this week, especially, I would say, and there's also... You know, your weekly UFC card, <laughs> which is which is going down. But I'll be honest, I'm more interested in European uh, MMA this week. I have five bets for you, as always, and we're going to get into them. But first, unfortunately, we have to look back on last week, as we you know every week. Uh, I'll be honest, not a, not a banner week for the bets last week. We got none right. I think it's only the second time this year that we've gotten none right. Uh, I had a few comments thrown around, you know, Sean, you're never watching the show again. Right. If you don't have a bad week, you're probably lying to yourself. You're probably not, you're not probably not trying enough. You're probably not trying to hit the bets, trying to hit good prices enough. We'll bounce back. I promise. I don't promise. We might bounce back. Oh, hopefully we bounce back. But we've had a pretty good year so far. I mean, like the last few weeks haven't been amazing. Like all of our fights fell out last week. So we only got one out of two bets. Uh, we only hit one big bet the week before. But like we've had three out of four. We've had four out of four. We've had three out of four a couple of times over the last uh, two months. So we're not doing too badly. Uh, this is one of the, the top two worst weeks so far. So let's turn it around and let's. Get good again for next week. So the best just to go through them like you do every week. Uh, I had Joe Pfeiffer to win by KO. <sighs> it looked like it was going that way, but then his leg got kicked itself, and then he went for the takedown and got the submission. So he did get the finish, but unfortunately he didn't get the KO. Magic Rosansky, another guy who almost got the KO over Yakshimuradov in the second round. But other than that, he was kind of dominated uh, in the fight. Like I thought he would actually do better if I'm being honest in the the kind of the all around boxing game, but the power call was the right call. It's just he wasn't able to get him out of there. And again, the takedown run us there. Uh, Echo Ronnie, I call that completely wrong. If I'm being honest, I thought he was going to bounce back there. He didn't. Fremenov got finished in what was it, sixty two seconds or something like that. Again, caught with a submission. Oh, the submissions killed me this week. And uh, I had Grant Dawson via knockout as well. And uh, that did not happen, as we all saw some. You know, I had two main events that were massive underdog wins. Um, and that, that those are the ones that kill you, really. Like, the other ones I can understand, but, like, those are the ones that really do kill you. And that killed me last week. But... As I said, we bounce back this week. We go at it again, and we um, we look forward to getting our bets right this week. So I'm going to start at KHRs. I have a couple from KHRs. I've one from the UFC, and then I have a couple from KSW as well. First KHRs bet I'm going with is Ryan Shelley. Um, I really like this fight against Jordi Bacchus, and I favor him to win this at minus 180 in this one now as i record this these bet nods have only been out for cage warriors for uh five or six hours so keep an eye on these bet nods and let's see where they move because as i said there they have been out for long and uh we will uh <laughs> they will they will probably be moving they'll probably be moving around and we'll see where they go but that is the opening odds for that one the reason i'm going for that if i don't know if you watch my uh preview show or not but it was 
it's a very interesting matchup for Ryan Shelley because Ryan is the type of guy, so he comes from a, a very much a striking background, taekwondo background, but in his last few fights, look, if you come from that sort of background, what's going to happen? People are going to try to take you down. It's You're going to have to fight that way all the time. But his opponent in this fight, uh, Yardi Bacchus, uh, is a guy who, uh, I, listened, I watched a few of his fights, and in, in it they call him a, a judo guy. But you'd never know that if you had the sound off. He doesn't fight that way. He does, seems to have no interest in that. Loves striking. He's a wild striking striker. And to be honest, I don't think he is the best striker in the world, right? He also gets taken down himself. And we've seen Ryan Shelley get a few lads to the ground in his recent fights. I, I actually think if Bacchus even did go for the takedowns, I, th- I still think he'll have issues taking Ryan Shelley down. Now, Shelley lost his last fight against Tobias Sarilla, but Harilla is just a really, really good fighter. Like he was, uh, he had an opportunity in the UFC. I think, I don't know if he got injured or, or whatever it was, and he's back in cage wires at the moment now, got injured again actually there uh, a couple of weeks ago. But he is, he's a guy who you will see in the UFC in a while. And actually, I think Ryan Shelley is a guy who you will see in the UFC uh, as well. Actually, Graham Boylan said that to my colleagues over in the Old Triangle podcast this week as well, that he is one of the guys he thinks who he will see there. So, Ryan Shelley's coming off of a loss, and I think that's why his price is probably minus 180. If he'd won his last fight, I think he'd probably be minus 350-ish coming into this. Um, And that loss doesn't take a whole lot away from him because it was a little bit of a step too soon. He uh, he spoke this week that he had a broken nose coming into that. It was broken again in it. So that is, it's not a fight you write, write off, absolutely not. But it's not a fight you would... It's you know it's not a stick you beat him with kind of thing. He's still a very good fighter. I don't think he's lost out anything uh, apart from maybe a title shot, unfortunately, in this card because of that. He's still very very good, and this is going to be a bounce back for him. I think it's a good matchup to bounce back for. I think it's so as I said, it's a guy who'll strike with him, and he's not used to guys striking with him almost. You know, and that's going to be, in my opinion, a massive boost for him. He's going to show be able to show the best of him. He's very rarely able to show, to open up and show the striking. And that's what he's best at. And maybe people don't know that because we don't see it that often from him because simply we can't. He's to find other ways of doing it and he does find ways. But I do, I think this is the, the sort of fight where Ryan Shelley really puts on a show. Bacchus is going to come to fight. He's a, Bacchus is a good fighter. You know, I take nothing away from him, but you don't want to fight Ryan Shelley on the feet. And if you do, you're going to pay the price, I think. And I, I even, even with that said, if he does try to wrestle him, if he does try to use his judo, I think he's going to have issues anyway because Shelley has very good takedown defense. He's very good at turning around those kind of judo positions, getting on top of you and winning fights there as well. So I think it's a bad matchup for Jordy Backus. I think it's a very good matchup for Ryan Shelley. And I think that minus 180 is a fantastic price. That's a price you're only getting because of what happened in his last fight. You're, you're only getting that. I don't think that last fight has made him a worse fighter. In fact, I think it'll bring him on. You look at his brother, he fought a couple of weeks ago, Adam Shelley. And he lost two of his first four fights in his career, if I'm not mistaken, and has gone on a great run since then. Looks now to be a top prospect as well. And uh, that camp, Team KF, are a very, very good camp, and they know how to turn guys around, coming off of losses, and I think Ryan Shelley will do that. He is minus 180 for that one. Right, that's bet number one. Bet number so that's an Irish guy I gave. I'm going to give a guy against an Irish guy here. I, I'll probably get killed, but... I, I'm being honest, I'm actually I'm giving to two of my bets this week are against Irish guys. Uh, so there's that. This one though, it's this is a price based 
uh, bet again. And I'm going for Samir Caddy against Paddy McCurry. He's four and one is Caddy. Paddy McCurry is three and one. And the price on Caddy is plus 160. And I'm giving it best on that price. Like when I watched both of these guys fight, and I did a, if you haven't seen the preview, I had Ian on this week, and uh, Ian O'Neill said to me, he reckons Paddy McCurry will be a middleweight champion in Cage Warriors. And I said to him, I reckon Sammy Caddy will be a middleweight champion in Cage Warriors. And do you know what? I think we could both be right. These guys are top, top up and coming pros. These guys are, are both very, very good. And the reason I'm going with Caddy is I just think he's a little bit ahead. Like, I could see this being a rematch in a couple of years down the line, not, maybe not even that long, for the title. I really, really could see that. I think they both have top-level uh, a bit, uh, well, top level cagers ability at the moment, and then, obviously, the improvements will have to come to get to the top, top level. But you know what I mean, top-level prospect uh, ability at the middleweight division. Um, And to me, they're both similar fighters, right? But I just think Caddy is like... A little bit smoother, and that's the reason I'm picking him. So, Caddy's the the, the fight. Uh, I I said in the previous show, Caddy reminds me a bit of Munir Lazez, but maybe more of an outside fighter than Munir Lazez. He's tall. He moves well on the outside. Big power. Um, he can take you down. He's good on top. Macari very similar. Fights well on the outside. Explodes inside. Switch stances. Hands down on the outside uh, again and. Honestly, it's, I, I, if anyone knows me and loves the type of fighter I love, it's the, the Wonder Boys, the MVPs, and that sort of fighter, the Seattle Ganyas. They're, now, they're more Ganya, more Lizez than they are Wonder Boy or anything like that. They're not, you know, not Karateka type of fighters, but they're that sort of outside, hit you hard, knock you out type of fighter. I think someone is going to get knocked out in this. They're too big, too tall, too attacking for someone not to get knocked out in it. And, like, it really could be either guy, but the reason I'm giving Caddy, right? I said it's a price. When I watched the two of them fight, and I said, I think Caddy is that little bit ahead. You know, he's one fight ahead in his career. If this was maybe another year from McCurry into his career, maybe another three fights, I think it might be a little bit different. Then. I just think Caddy is a little bit of a better athlete. And as I said, I went to say this thing three times. I was expecting when the betting odds came out, it'd be Caddy maybe minus 200. Um, and it'd be McCurry like... Coming in at, you know, the plus 163, 160 type of range, which I think would have been fair. And the fact that it's switched around and it's plus 160 for Caddy uh, and not maybe minus 200 or not plus 160 for Macari, I think you have to jump on that. I really do. Um, I, I, I wouldn't go out here as far as to say it's a guarantee at all. I wouldn't go as far as to say this guy has a higher top level than Macari. I just think at the moment, he is slightly ahead. I think he's slightly smoother. And do you know what I do think? One, maybe not big, um, one big pro, uh, pro or plus for Caddy, not even over Macari, but just for himself, is his athletic ability. We see it all the time, 185 pounds, or we see we the opposite of that. We rarely see a very good athletic fighter at 185 pounds. And when we do, they usually get pretty far. Look at Chris Weidman. Look at uh, Alessandra. Look at Luke Rockhold. Look at Pereira. Look at someone like Johnny Eblen. Look at uh, Magic Norby uh, coming up in, in, um, uh, in Bellator at the moment. Those are the sort of guys you look at and go, those are top-level athletes. They can go a little bit further. For me, that's where I put Caddy, and I think that's why he'll get the win here. I think that 
athleticism mixed with his ability will get him the win. Plus one. 60 there, the crew over in, uh, up the north in, in Macarish will kill me, but look, I have to call it as it is, if I'm wrong, uh, look, it's a win-win for me, if I'm wrong, the Irish guy will win, if I'm, if I'm right, I'm right, so there we go. Right, the next bet I am going for, I'm going to pop over to the UFC, uh, and I'm going for the main event, and I, I, like, I really like this bet, I really like it, Sadiq Yusuf, Edson Barboza, I'm going for the over two and a half rounds at minus 125. The over two and a half rounds, minus 125. Um, Yusuf, 46% of his fights uh, have gone to a decision as wins. Uh, as uh, half of his fights, he's only two losses. Uh, one went to a decision. Uh, Edson Barboza, 45% of his losses have gone to a decision. 35% of his wins have gone to a decision. He went to a decision against Bryce Mitchell a couple of fights ago. Okay, he's got a couple of knockouts and last fight a couple of knockouts recently as well. With Yusuf, he got a submission in his last fight, but before that, it was three decisions in a row. Before that, uh, there was one knockout and then one decision as well before that. So, you know, it's 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 50-50-ish in terms of the amount of times they go to a decision. But with that said, I think this is going to be a longer fight. I think Yusuf has shown, and this is both a this is both a positive and a negative. He's shown a lot of respect to his opponents, you know, and he said it before um, uh, in the the post fight press conferences that like, you know, I was in there and maybe maybe I could have gone to the next level. Maybe I could have done something a little bit extra. I talked to my guy, uh, my guy Spencer Kite about it on, on a podcast. Um, a while back now at this stage and he kind of said to me like there's there just seems to be a little in the tank for Yusuf I think was the way he kind of put it it's like this guy is really 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 talented and when that hits okay maybe he'll go to the next level I'm not sure he has hit that yet you know he got went in there with Aaron Lannan lost he got the decision over Caceres and then it was obviously a drop down in, in opponent in, in Don Shannis the last time out now this is a jump up in opponent again but what I think and what I think he he shouldn't lose out of that uh, mindset is when you're fighting a guy like Barboza, you cannot be as gung-ho maybe as people might want him to be in search of a finish. I don't, I think actually, I think he's a very smart fighter. I certainly don't think he's a stupid fighter. And I think against a guy like Barboza, Yusuf is going to fight that smart again. Like what's the prevailing wisdom of fighting Edson Barboza? Right, the prevailing wisdom is probably don't strike with him, take him down, wear him out. Right, maybe he'll be able to take him down. I'm, I'm not sure it'll be like one of them. I think he will strike with him for a good while. So it's not, I don't think he'll completely wrestle him. And maybe he will, we'll see. But I think the game plan, the prevailing wisdom will be to tire him out. You know, jab him from the outside, get him walking around, have him throw his big shots, have him whiff on those big shots, miss him, and then wins round, you know, win rounds three, four, and five, or maybe get the late finish. That, I think, is the prevailing wisdom and should be the prevailing wisdom against someone like Barboza. For Barboza, like, he is a guy who has the ability at any one stage to land a fly knee or a wheel kick and knock you out. But let's be honest, like, he hasn't, he hasn't done that loads regularly. Or, sorry, lately. He knocked out Billy Q, he knocked out Burgos. Two brilliant wins. I'm not painting them away at all. But the last time he finished someone other than that was Dan Hooker in 2018. 
That's six years ago. That's two knockout wins in six years. Um, so that's it's not exactly a whole load, and you know he's fought seven or eight times in in that space, maybe a little, uh, maybe eight or nine times. Um, so he is a devastating, brilliant striker. Ta- I'm not taking anything away from Edson Barboza, but it's not as if he's guaranteed a knockout. Like he went in there with Chikadze lost, went in there with Mitchell lost a decision, won a decision against Samir Kani, you know, lost a couple of decisions against Felder and Ige, knocked out by, by Gaethje and things like that. So could Yusuf knock him out? Absolutely. That that's a thing that can happen too. But I've already said my, my opinion on that is Yusuf will try to maybe work him a little bit more. Maybe rather than the hundred percent punches, there might be 75% punches over a longer time to wear him out to where you get to a stage where you'd back your cardio over his cardio. And that leads to a longer fight. Now, remember, this is five rounds as well. So I really like that over. I really like it. I think um, Yusuf will be, uh, you know, trying to win over a long period. I think he'll be trying to avoid Barbosa's big shots. I think Barbosa will be trying to throw him. When he doesn't land him, he'll get tired. And it could be a later finish. Now, Let's just, I look at the, while I'm on this, I look at the, the other prices on it, because I was, this is one I went back and forth, no, I didn't go back and forth on it actually, but I went back and forth on which bet like this I would pick. The fight to go to a decision, plus 200. Love that really, to be honest. Love that. Uh, I think it does go to a decision. If I if I had to guess, I think it does go to a decision. Um, one of the other bets I was looking at was Yusuf to win by a decision, uh, which is plus 240. Now, if you're going for that, you might as well just go for the decision straight up at plus 200. But I like that bet. If we're going for a straight money line bet, two and a half rounds, so you're taking away, what, a round and a half uh, off it, or two and a half rounds off it. What was it? So it's the middle of the third, 450, yeah. So two and a half rounds off it. Uh, and you get, okay, a, a, a bit of a change in the price from plus 200 to minus 125, but I could see the late finish as well. I really could. I like that minus one two five. The over three and a half rounds is plus one ten. I'll be honest, I like that as well. I actually liked over one and a half rounds at minus two seven five as well. I think they're all good prices. Whichever one you pick there, I just gone for kind of the middle one there. I like them all. If you like to go for decision as well, I would go for that. If you if you fancy that one, but that's the one I've gone for minus one two five over two and a half rounds. Right. Uh, the next fight I'm going for is, and it, it pains me to say this, but I'm going for Tobias Lee to beat Carl McNally, another Irish guy picking against, I get killed again. But it's again a price bet here. Uh, Tobias Lee is plus 130. Uh, I, honestly, I think that is, that's a bit mad. It's minus 175 for Carl McNally. Um, when I did the preview for this, I was, I was humming and hawing about who I would pick. Uh, I thought maybe, like, honestly, this is the type of fight you look at, and there's a fight here. What fight is it? Uh, Graba against Drekovic. It's minus 111, minus 111, right? That's the type of price I was uh, thinking I would see here. You know, even, even you know, the bookies might take a bit off. They might go minus 115, minus 115 type of thing. But when there's plus 130 for one of the two guys in that, that's the type of price you go for. And I'll be honest, like, I, I think I picked Carl McNally in the, uh, in the previous show, but... I honestly, I, I watched someone actually sent me a clip after watching it and goes, Here, have you seen this Lee fight? And I watched it and I'm like, Oh, this guy 
is even better. And it was, it was a, let's put it, a non-YouTube clip. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. Um, and he is very good. Now, Carl McNally can come on. I'm not, I'm definitely not ruling Carl McNally out. It's like, it's not like I, I, this is a guaranteed bet again, but it's a price bet. I really like this price, a plus 130. Um, like Lee is, like he's, again, it's like the other fight. He's young. And he is fast, as is Carmack now, young, but fast, athletic, competitive, 29 years of age. Uh, and it, do you know what he is as well for a guy who is, okay, he's 29, so he's not, not the youngest, but a long amateur career. A guy, for a guy who's only, let me just see here, uh, four fights into his career, McNally, two, five, three fights into his career. I think the advantage of that long uh, I know Carmen Ali has a lot of under uh, amateur fights as well. Don't get me wrong, but I do think there is a bit of an advantage there for for Lee. He's dangerous as well. He's a knockout artist, big knees, um, very good kickboxing game. And I think a, a guy like McNally, who is wild, and he has you know he's the guy. If you don't know him, maybe he has the uh, the rolling armbar, rolling thunder armbar. He has the helicopter guillotine. You've probably seen the clips of him on YouTube. Very, very, very good. Wild fighter. But a guy like Tobias Lee is wild too. But wild in maybe a more controlled way, if that makes sense. And he uses his wildness to win fights and often. And like, so does McNally, no doubt about it. But it's one of those, it's, it's very similar to the Macari fight for me. It's just the guy who at the moment is a little bit cleaner in his work, a little bit smoother. And... In an even matchup, I think that's the sort of thing that wins out. Like, if they get into a wild brawl, it's the guy that can pick off the shot. The guy who's been in that before, who can take that step back, wait for the other guy to come in, counter him and hit that shot. That's the guy who will win that. And, you know, that's what I see here. That's what I see with Lee, and that's why I'm picking him at plus 130 to win that one. All right. We're to the flyer of the week. Uh, and I think, as you can guess, if you watch my KSW preview, I really like Michelle Martinek. I said again earlier about the, the type of fighter I like. And this is a heavyweight outside fighter. I, I compared him to Sil Gagne. And the bet I'm going for, again, I, I'm going for him to win by TKO KO at plus 500. But I think he'll either get the knockout or win the decision. I think one of the two of them is going to happen. And I'll just tell this to you now, whichever you like, right? Go and watch him, make your, make your own mind up on this. To win the decision, he's also plus 500. So get, get the knockout plus 500, get the decision plus 500. I'm going for him to get the knockout, right? And I believe this is, uh, let me just look here. I believe it is three rounds. Uh, it doesn't say it, but I believe it is. Um, I do think he will get the knockout, but I do think he will win more importantly. His straight up price to win is plus 210. That's also another bet I go for. He's fighting Dario Sochich, who fought in the UFC a few times and who's a dangerous fighter. But I really like Martinek in this one. Um, if you haven't seen the preview, the way I look at it is Stochic is a very good inside fighter. He, when he knocks guys out, he barrels inside, gets him to fight with him in the pocket, forces a shot out, counters him and knocks him out inside. He's like it's almost like a hockey brawl. He gets guys into and beats him there. Whereas Martinek is a more Silganya type, cool, calm customer on the outside, 
you know, dances around you, lands lovely shots, that straight left is absolutely beautiful, a technical, brilliant fighter, good cardio, he can do it for three rounds, he's shown that before, a bit green on the ground, whereas if it does go there, you know, you're looking for advantage Stosic, and Stosic does have good takedowns, but he doesn't like going for him. he really doesn't, he should go for them more, unless you're betting against him <laughs> which if you're listening to this maybe you are so you probably hope he doesn't but he doesn't go for them enough um, and that's a good thing because I think if he does I think there could be trouble for Martinek he's the type of guy he turns good positions into bad positions on the ground but it's if he gets on top though his ground and bound is very good and is very heavy but you want this to stay standing you want him to throw that extra set of a straight left right down the middle and you want him to win that way I think he will. I think Stosic will throw too much inside, wear himself out and end up catching one of the big left hands and get put out. So I love that plus 500. Maybe you double down. Maybe you back the decision as well. Or maybe you just back him straight up plus 210. I, I do think you win. I, I really like him in that fight. And that's it. That's the five bets. But let's uh, look through some of the other bets for the week. UFC fight night. Uh, Maya versus Arujo. Um Maya is the favourite there, minus 163. I do like her there. I have a soft spot for Arujo. I just think maybe maybe the Maya takedown, maybe her ability to maybe avoid the strikes and the athleticism of Arujo, take that out of the game, might be a benefit for her there. Uh, what's the over? Uh, not a great price on the over. Goes to the decision, minus 400. So I'd, I'd go with Maya. I think it's a pretty good price at minus 163. Love this Yanez Martinez fight. Um, they're pretty much even here. Fight goes to a decision plus one twenty, so they're looking for a finish. Who's going to get it? Yanez the favorite plus one eight eight for the knockout. Mm, I think it's a close one. Um, I will go with Yanez as my pick, but not massively confident. I was surprised when I saw the Petrosky Pereira odds. Minus 175 for Pereira. I really like that. I think that's the one to go for. Pereira to get the knockout uh, is plus 200. Also like that. Look, if you think Pereira is no good and he's going to lose, plus 700 for the Petrosky knockout is not a bad one either. But no, I would go for... Uh, I would, I'd probably go for Pereira plus straight up, uh, or minus 175 straight up there. I like that. I also like the Cameron Simon fight against Christian Rodriguez. Again, this is actually a good card, to be honest. There's a lot of even matchmaking here uh, on this one. Um, he's plus 130. We'll go for him in that one. La Sierra Chaires. Uh, Chaires is the favorite, minus uh, 3 3. 3, I'll probably go for him then as well. Darren Elkins against TJ Brown. Elkins is the underdog, plus 150. I'd never bet against my boy, Darren Elkins. Darren Elkins all the way, plus 150 there. Terrence McKinney's a big favourite. Um, Chinaro Lisboa is a big favourite. And Emily Ducotch a big favourite over Ashley Order as well. You would expect all of them to get the win there, as you would with Chris Gutierrez over Haley Alathang. KSW then. We talked about the main event, Sausage versus Martinek. This fight, I've been humming and hawing over this fight for the last two days. Brichta against Skiminski. I've fallen in love with this Leo Brichta. I just think he's such a good fighter. But he is the underdog here, plus 163. I was talking to my guy, Sean Dini. I was like, geez, this guy Brichta is very good. He goes, he is, but do you know who else is very good? Roman Skamanski. And I'm like, "Mm, it's true, it's true. Uh, My heart is telling me plus 163 is a great bet on Brichta. He really is. I, I just think he is fantastic, but I I know Skiminski is fantastic as well. I'm going to avoid that one, but there you go. Um, 
Hartek and Ursland. Ursland the favourite, minus 130. I think that's a good price there as well, although Hartek has some good uh, good things about him. A couple of the other fights there. Uh, the straight-up price again is at, said minus 175 for McNally, plus 130. Caretta, plus 125, minus 163 for uh, Stumer there. Um, Ahmed... Uh, Abdulirov minus two to five. I think he will win against Shahil Siraja as well. So those are the main ones from there. Um, and then Cage Warriors. I have the odds here. Let me just pull them up. Main event over there is Paul Hughes. Uh, we don't have the props for it yet, but the straight up money line bets there. He's minus four twenty five. Uh, Yankee Higgins is plus three twenty five. That is very wild. I think I think even Paul Hughes would agree that was very wild. I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago there, and he goes, you know, Yankee Higgins is a very good fighter. I, I think that should be closer to maybe minus 300 for Paul Hughes, maybe plus 200 for, for Key Higgins or something around that. Um, would I bet in Key Higgins? Probably not. I do think Paul Hughes is going to win, and I think he's going to win well, but... A minus 425 is, is just too much there for me. Uh, Mason Jones, Leanne, yes. Honestly, yes, plus 375. If that was a little bit higher, it could have been my flyer of the week. Now, I bet him once before, and I was wrong about it, so maybe I'll be wrong again. Uh, Mason Jones probably will win it. He is the favourite for me, but that price is too wide. Shelley Backus, we spoke about that, minus 180, plus 150. James Sheen, a big favourite. Surprising he's this big of a favourite. Minus 240 against plus 190. Oli Santalati. Uh... I like Ali. I think he's a very good fighter. I don't like him to win the fight necessarily, but I think this. I thought this might have been closer to minus one far, one forty than minus two forty for Sheehan, if I'm being honest. So the value, I don't think the value is on Sheehan. I think the value is on um, on Ali there. But having said that, is there value if James Sheehan wins? Probably not. I do think James Sheehan will win, but I would avoid betting on that. Uh, Leon Hill, late notice against Ewan Davis, minus 145, plus 115 for Davis. I like Hill in that one. I like his teammate, Takamandu, as well, minus 400. Again, I think that price is a little bit wide, plus 300 for Pirev, who will kick. If you're watching this fight, if you're watching this fight, Pirev, he kicks and he kicks and he kicks and he kicks. He does nothing but kicking. He is a kicker. I think Taka will prey on that, and I think he will win it. Um, Macari and Caddy, we spoke about that, obviously, minus 200 for Macari. Plus 160 for Caddy, just too wide for me. I have to go for Caddy that. Nick Bagley, uh, minus 700, plus 500 for Quinn. Solomon Simon, plus 140. That's an interesting one against Marco Sarajavi, minus 170. Now, I wasn't able to find any tape whatsoever of Marco. And obviously, I did a big preview for this. Uh, it being not in Ireland and everything. Couldn't find any tape on him. Uh, so, I, I really, I know Solomon Simon. I, I was actually at Solomon Simon's second ever amateur fight. Very good fighter, an improving fighter. A guy, I think, in five years will be a very, very good fighter. But, I don't know. Unless this guy is, you know, I don't know what, where these ads are coming from because I, I haven't been able to find any uh, footage of this guy. I don't know where the bookmakers have, but that's the price. I like Jer Harris, minus 240. I think that is about right against Ryan Hewitt, who's a good fighter, you know, a plus 170. And uh, the Sean Clancy fight, um, plus 300 to minus 400. Uh, I don't know a lot about Sean Clancy, but I, I threw it into one of my groups there, and one of the lads who would be in the no-go, I like that price. So let's uh, keep an eye on that one, uh, and let's see, maybe that will move. Uh, maybe that's not a, a completely 100% official price on Sean Clancy yet, so maybe that will move and during the week. Keep an eye on that one. Right, let's recap the bets before I go. Ryan Shelley, minus 180, first bet straight up over Cage Warriors. Samir Caddy, 
plus 160 at Cage Warriors. Barbosa Yusuf to go over two and a half rounds, minus 125 in the main event in the UFC. And then in KSW, Tobias Lee over Khan McNally, plus 130. And then in the main event, Martinek to win by TKO KO over KSW at plus 500 for my flyer of the week. All right, everyone, we're going to turn it around this week. Let me know your best bet in the comment section below. Let me know who you're betting on. Next week, we have a huge UFC pay-per-view card. Cannot wait for that. Actually, let me know who's going to win. Main event, Volkanovski and his opponent, Makachev. The co-main event, Usman, just as I before I recorded, Usman versus Shumayev. Let me know in the comment section below who you think is going to win both of them, and we'll talk about those bets next week. All right, everyone. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com, and I'll see you all next time.